Hi, we're sisters. And you're listening to the Music A to Z podcast. Woo! Hello and welcome to the Music A to Z podcast. I am Steve Ferguson. And I am Douglas Ferguson. Wow, we had some fantastic reception to our Wise for YI uh, podcast last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I saw it all. Okay. It was, uh, I mean, I, I saw he, the actual artist. Uh, he posted on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. I made and... I made a slight boo-boo after finishing my editing and then ran constituting the page. I misattributed a track to, you know, to the Ron album. And he, he caught that one pretty quick. He's like, how dare they? <laughs> he, said, he said, Steve, get your act together. It's like, are you serious podcasters or are you not? Come on, Steve. Get it together. Okay, he knew it was me, even though it was Music A to Z. Right, he knew yeah, it was me. He, he knew it, that yeah. if someone was going to make that blunder. It was definitely me. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely me. But no, I mean, like, he, he tweeted it and we got a lot of uh, retweets that way, even from some of his guest vocalists. They had retweeted it from their accounts and stuff. Oh, it, was, cool. it was great. It was it was really good. Uh, and I guess, like, the majority of people listening to this, although I know a lot of you are in Japan, so this may not be true, the majority of people listening to this probably are like, well, who is YI? Why are you guys doing, like, these super, super small bands? And I, the short answer is, is that we like to do a balance between small bands and larger bands because they do different things for they, the podcast. Yeah, they, and they appeal to different uh, groups and demographics. And also, I think it's... To me, it feels like we're putting everyone on a level playing field. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So when we do a band like Led Zeppelin or Queen, the casual music listener, they have something that they can latch onto. Like, okay, I've heard of these guys. I'm, I'm curious, you know. Whereas people who are, try- are, who are supporting an underground act and the underground act themselves, now they have something that they can latch onto and say, hey, look, you know, we, we got a nice little feature here. So that's the, that's the short end of it. Yeah, essentially. I had a talk with uh, very recently with uh, Curtis Finley of the uh, Pullbox podcast. <laughs> it, it takes a certain amount of, and this is this 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 is, I guess, in a way, and thanking my our listeners mm-hmm. is that for me it takes like just a level of of commitment and a, a devotion of time to actually sit down and listen to a podcast. Well, you know what really helps me is that I have a long commute. I have mm, a gar- yeah. a guaranteed there to work and back guaranteed commute. Of at least an hour a day, at least sometimes going up to an hour and a half a day. But yeah, that's, the problem is, is that like with me, is that I tend to use that time to listen to the music <laughs> that we need to do for the show. Plus, plus I also like to listen to other music sometimes. Yeah, so that's that. that is actually true. Sometimes I'm like, man, I, I used to hate talk radio and I used to just listen to music, but uh, it's interesting how uh, how our our brains change with age. Yeah, well, I mean, like, even still, I don't think I'd be able to listen to the talk radio that our mom was listening to. You know, to. maybe that's it's, it, is that, is that it was just stuff that we weren't interested in at all. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, so I was having a chat with Curtis Finley, and he was curious as to metrics, and he was curious as to, as to audience response, and uh, because it was for this this very reason. It's just like, well, you know, uh, how do you know when, when certain episodes do well, and have you noticed any trends? And, uh, you know, I did, so I did talk to him about some of the trends. I said they're not always perfect. Like, our XTC episode hasn't really gained any momentum at all, even though that they were quite a large international act for quite quite a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just didn't really 
didn't really pick up steam at all. And it's, you know, and it's just it's just one of those things. Yeah, and also, you know, we, we I mean, I also look at this as like this is was a like a, a motivation to actually get into the bands that we've we like. I always wanted to listen to more XTC, mm-hmm. and I just never got around to it. And so it, it sort of put me in a place where I had to get around to it, and I wound up finding a lot of stuff I liked. So, so I guess uh, even though I didn't say it explicitly at the time, my thought to Curtis and my thought to anybody who wants to make a podcast or a film or a book or anything like that is uh, don't worry so much about your audience. Make the kind of product that you are interested in, ultimately. And if there's an audience out there, great. Uh, I mean, actually, great. Great, mm-hmm. but make this sort of product that you would be interested in. Uh, like occasionally, I'll go back and I'll listen to episodes of the show recreationally, just because. Yeah, because it's the it's the kind of show that I want to listen to. Yeah, cool. So thank you, dear listener. But yeah, I guess we should get uh, right into today's episode. Eh? Well, then let's go. So who are we covering this week, Doug? I think it determined like it's all in all caps. So I think it's Zonk. Maybe Zonk. Maybe Zonk. Who are Zonk? That is the first question that we need to tackle. Who are they? Because if you go to All Music, if you go to iTunes, mm. if you go to Google and you type in Zonk or Zonk Band, you're going to run into some problems, aren't you? There's a few of them out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, dare I say, you know, this may be coming from a place of bias. Sure. But out of the zonks I heard, I think we're covering the strongest of the zonks. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, there was, I should say, a metal band that went defunct back in the early 2000s named mm-hmm. Zonk. Uh, there's actually a metal Wikipedia, I, I mean, I should have known, but there's a metal band Wikipedia out there. and oh, yeah, They were one of the hits that Google pulled up. And, and the funny thing is, is that that zonk had some, like the smallest, smallest of entries. It, was, it basically decided the fact of they broke up in 2003 sort of thing. And it had like a little picture of them. But uh, no, that is not this zonk. Uh, uh, there's also an electronic duo. I think they're a duo. I didn't look into them too much because because I'm not looking into them too much. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they might still be making music. Their stuff sounded sounded pretty pretty current. Uh, but the Zonk we are looking at are the Zonk from San Francisco, California, 
In the U.S., they are were are were are er 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 are er were a foursome. Nick McFiendish on vocals, producer Dave L. Nick um, McFiendish, I like Nick that. Nick McFiendish, yeah, it's a very Irish name. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Burgie, or maybe Uncle Bergie, not sure. Guitars and harmonica, and DJ Red Five doing the mixing. They describe themselves as Beck meets Portishead, or Red Hot Chili Peppers meets Portishead, uh, and I actually agree with that as well. I, I, th- I think that's that's a pretty. I can feel it. I can feel. It. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't put those pieces together in my head. I was, but uh, I didn't really put bands together in my head i was more like a little bit of funk a little bit of acid jazz a little bit of this a little you know but yeah 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 on their facebook page they list their genre as whatever we want which is totally fair mm-hmm. that's fair but uh, many times uh, especially earlier in their career i did get uh ska vibe off of them yeah you know, yeah, yeah very strong ska vibe now doug as so often happens on the show mm. you introduced me to zonk and in prep for this episode, this wasn't the first time I was aware of Zonk a few years ago through a recommendation. Through now, my musical tendrils. Now, here's the thing. CD Baby only has two of their albums, and they're the two that you have on your iTunes. Is that how you got them? Through CD Baby? Yeah, and that's how I found them. If I recall, I was I was just kind of... It was a time when I was very... I, I found CD Baby, and, and I was looking for like new music and, and good deals and... I can't remember if it was one of their albums or even both of their albums. But CDB had this, like, if you buy three or more albums, they all become $5 each. Mm-hmm. And I think that their albums were part of that deal. And I listened to them enough, and I was like, you know what? I can dig it. And so I, I bought them. I don't remember. I it's, Again, it's been years. But I don't remember if I bought them at the same time or if I liked one and then decided to get the other. But the point is, I have them now. <laughs> so there we go. And uh, yeah, I wasn't really aware of that third album until until very recently. So the only place where you're gonna find all their albums listed and collected in one area is All Music. Anywhere else that you go looking for Zonk's music, you're gonna find holes. iTunes doesn't have everything. CD Baby doesn't have everything, and neither does Bandcamp. They have no presence on Bandcamp either. I think it was because uh, they were around, they were before Bandcamp. I think so too. Yeah, but so. I mean that being said, though, you know, I mean, th- there's nothing stopping them from putting it all up there. Mm-hmm. But it's just sort of like, but they didn't. <laughs> I guess is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so here's here's the web that I wound up having having to weave. So I'm on YouTube and I'm looking for stuff, and I find this Zonk playlist. Now the Zonk playlist includes stuff by. Other bands called Zonk as well. Oh, great. So, yeah, there's yeah, lots of Nice and confusing. But I was able to find some live footage of Zonk, and in the description Ooh. of one of those live videos, there was a there was a link to Zonk's old MySpace page, which is has not been updated. It's, it's I mean it's old, it's abandoned. Like most of like most of MySpace, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's abandoned, it's it's done. Forget it. And also a website, Zonkaholics.com. Oh. But Zonkaholics.com redirects to the Facebook page. Uh, okay. So, I went to the Facebook page, and I was like, oh, okay, great, great, fantastic. Facebook, I can see what they've been up to lately, and what's, sorry, what's the Facebook page called? Like, you go to Zonkaholics.com, but it redirects to this uh, Facebook page, Zonk the Band. Yeah. I Zonk the Band, oh, fantastic, I get to see some of the stuff they're up to. Oh, and uh, Harmony Machine, Harmony Machine is their, is their label, I click, uh, so I like and follow Zonk the Band, and I like and follow then uh, Harmony Machine, and then literally on the elevator ride up, Doug, on the elevator ride up to 
Record, your apartment right now. Just this moment, uh-huh. basically. I got this. Nick McFiendish. Oh, wow. So now yeah. you're... So this one's for you, Nick. This one's for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great. That means that we'll, we'll, we'll you have a, a very direct means of getting this podcast to her. Oh, yeah, but now I'm afraid of getting things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in that case, let me give the disclaimer. <laughs> that Music A to Z podcast, we tend to fail miserably at pronouncing <laughs> names and... And places and people and things. We apologize, but hey, we're trying. We're We're just trying. Now, after you got the two albums, you didn't, I guess, investigate any further or or follow along with them? or No, I I guess I just... Because one of the things with CD Baby is Mm -hmm. that if you buy... uh, I mean, I don't know if it's all the the time, but but if you buy something from CD Baby uh, and you show an interest in a band, they'll email you when the band releases something new. Mm. And so I was like, well... Like, CD Baby's keeping tabs on this for me. If Zon comes out with something new, I'll know. Which is, which is, you know, come to think of it, I haven't gotten a CD Baby email in a long time. So it's quite possible they stopped doing that. So maybe there's a tons of bands that I got into that are releasing things and I have no idea. <laughs> so, so I guess it wasn't as well taken care of as I thought. <laughs> Although maybe that was a blessing in disguise. Maybe it wound up saving you a lot of money in the long run. Save me a lot of money, or, or having to delete a lot of emails, or like, like delete it just because I, I have this happens because Bandcamp also does the same thing actually, um, where I just I just have to delete it because I'm just like, I just the, if I don't know about it, I don't have to buy it. <laughs> it's like these these bands are like I I like their music, but they they follow me everywhere, and it's like oh. I, I just can't afford to buy everything that I like. And also, I'm one of those people who, like, I don't, I don't like to download anything illegally. And I, you know, I'll occasionally, I, usually I'll wind up streaming it through and giving you the album, the new albums a listen. But, and the ones that I really like, of course, I'll buy. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I've, I've gone off on tangented. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I got you. So, so it was, it was a surprise when I saw that there was more Zonk out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go back in time to 2001. Their first LP is To Play Is To Win. If you are surfing them via iTunes, you will not find this one on iTunes. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't, I actually don't know, didn't know about this one. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, it's on all music. Uh, you can sample it on all music. Oh. Uh, all music c- contains song samples very much like uh, iTunes does. But, I mean, you can purchase through all music, but, you know, it just, like, takes you to external places to purchase from. So where can so, you get this one? Well, the thing is, is that if you look at, if you look at the uh, the cover art for To Play Is To Win, it says limited edition LP, so I get the feeling that there weren't that many of them made. That's my, oh. that's my suspicion there. Yeah, well, cl- clearly I didn't do, like, dig, dig deep enough in my research, because I, I thought, like, I thought I had it taken care of. <laughs> like, like I got all, I got these three, I'm great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the funny thing is, uh, the reason why I say you can buy stuff off of all music, but it's kind of tenuous, is to buy this album. They include a link. All music includes a link to Amazon. But then this is what happens when you click on that link. Amazon says, "We're sorry, 
We cannot find any matches for your search team. Yeah, so that's so I appreciate all music's attempts, but it's probably actually just a program that does it automatically. There's probably not somebody who goes and verifies that every single one leads to uh, a proper purchase. So I get the impression though that this was this was kind of like an underground maybe concert sort of thing that that they they used to hand out. But again, you can listen to samples of it on all music. So based on what I was able to hear from the get go are very very talented musicians from the get-go you can hear that that's uh that they're not they're not just fooling around here that they've they've already got some strong songwriting skills and they're all they're already honing in those skills and, and really really creating a lot of music there's a there's a quite a garage jam sort of feel to it as well it's sort of almost like an audience sing-along thing like this on work sucks for example that's the sort of thing that, you know, that you can prompt the audience to sing along with you, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and easily, too. And the structure of the song allows, allows it so that the audience can anticipate the chorus. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is the part where we start chanting work sucks. And you can imagine a bunch, bunch of people, like, gathered around the stage. And they all got their beers. And they're all laughing along. Like, okay, here's the part where we say work sucks. You know, so there, there's already that that engagement, um, feeling of engagement to the album. Already, there's a few tracks that are a little on the adult side. There's oh, a little they, lack so going that on. does. They never bury the lead. <laughs> nope. Songs like "Working on the Wah" or sorry, "Working on the Wah," which I assume refers to the wah wah pedal that they're having lots of fun with, wah, it, wah, wah. is uh, very reminiscent of the Red Hot Chili Peppers already. Not. Not like awkward territory, but already, you know, you, you have some inspiration on your sleeve right there. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in, in hearing the whole thing as it is, uh, but already from, from the samples that I was, I was able to get, it does sound like, like, a fun, like a fun album. And it's not short either. It's, it's like 12 tracks or something. It's, it's pretty long, mm. but, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Wow, yeah. You know, that'd be kind of a cool thing to re-release. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, get well. I mean, if if there's a demand for it, I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, there. I I personally am not one who ever sees a downside in releasing the material on something a platform like Bandcamp or whatever. You know, like that. I I feel like yeah, a one stop shop. Mm-hmm. That's what we really need. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad I became aware of this. I'm, I'm or, <laughs> or is am I just regretful that I became aware of it? Because now I'm gonna have Aww. like I'm gonna be like oh well I. I can't even listen to a full song. <laughs> well, moving on, the next year. Okay, so Doug, what what attracted you to to Zoncare? Because you said you had gone to the point where you'd basically just kind of look at the cover arts and that would kind of like what would be piquing your interest or looking at the genre. So what was it about, about Zonk that stood out to you? Well, there, it depends on the time I was looking. I think uh, one of the things that CD Baby does is that like they they have a list of like bands that this kind of sounds like okay because I mean I I don't think the cover art of either of these albums really stood out um, like they're not bad but they're not but I I, I don't know it's not something but that as I would, as I would as an as example like, when you found the Opus right where it was crazy it was like the what the praying mantises on the mix <laughs> tables and stuff like that we we're just like oh hold on what's this. <laughs> Uh, or just or something like that, yeah. But like this, these doesn't look like cover arts that would make me go like, oh, I gotta hear that, see what it's like. Mm. So I think it was probably that I was cross searching uh, other bands, and I think I'm trying to remember if I was like looking. I mean, I, it could have been that I was looking at Portishead, like something that sounded like Portishead. That's fair. Um, and then I, yeah, just kind of sampled through the songs and and found they kind of appealed to me. So we were really big into Dummy at the time, I believe. I mean, Dummy's great. 
there's I mean there's no there's no time when you should not be into dummy. <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, we come to the the uh extremely naughty little little risky ton in cheeks. Yeah. Ton in cheeks. I get it. Yeah, I yeah, get that's, it. That's, <laughs> and in case you don't get it, there are track titles that will tip you off tip you off. Like you know? uh hard, full and often. Mm-hmm. Throw in your panties. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it doesn't take much much work listening to Happy Apparatus to uh, to figure out what's going on. Thangs mm-hmm. is pretty risque mm-hmm. as well. He wouldn't know it from the title. So like, what kind of things? Well, j- <laughs> jiggly things. Jiggly <laughs> 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 uh, <Dangly> parts. <laughs> All right, Doug. Tell tell me about Ton and Cheeks. Tell me about it. Well, it's a uh, it's a good. <laughs> um yeah you know if it's uh one of the things i like about it is it's very uh bass heavy mm. i think it starts off really strong it ends off really strong it kind of meanders a little bit in the middle but but not too badly i think that if, if anything the middle kind of offers this sort of like more cool this more sort of like slow jam area where it's like you can just kind of chill to where the the, the sort of the bigger more fun songs are kind of or the book ending it, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it is a really cool mix of genres. I I put it as funk because I just wasn't really sure where else to put it, but I, I felt it was. But you know, ska kind of makes sense as well. Now that you mention it, you should actually yeah. just change genre to whatever the hell they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Just yeah, stick yeah. that in there. Um, you can throw back in there too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, throw on Hey Ocean. Why not? Cell phones dead. I love that song. Cell phones dead. I my, love that my song. Fave. It's kind of a fun little journey that you take with them. Um, I don't think there's any weak songs. I'd say there's stronger songs, but nothing nothing that I would want to skip. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty nice little uh, little nice little LP. Mm-hmm. Zonk, Zonk are fairly clever, uh, mm-hmm. and they will. I feel like I sometimes I miss musical references because they do throw them in. The, the most glaring of which is on this album in Throw Your Panties, Throw On Your Panties, where they do a, a reference to the Pink Panther theme. Yeah, there's and a few a few things. Like, oh, there's also, I think, If I Were a Rich Man. Yes, it? right, sorry, from the uh, from uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, there was one I caught that we'll t- I'll talk about later on a different album. that And, uh, and then it just, it just pricked my ear and it made me wonder... Have I missed other interesting little musical nods? So I do want to give them props right now for, for sometimes being very overt with their musical references, but but other times I think they're a little sneaky with them as well. But uh, we'll get into that. I, I find that's the one thing I think that really, really held this album back a bit. And, and don't get me wrong, I, re- I enjoy the album. I feel like the production uh, wasn't quite what it could have been. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure whether or not I should feel that way. I was just like, well, look, hey, you know, if this is the sound that they're going for, you know, maybe I shouldn't feel this way. And, you know, I should just take it as is. But with their next album and the production Actually, yeah, there, yeah. then it was like, okay, good. Phew. Oh, okay, yeah, I was, was going to bring that up uh, with the uh, five favorite songs. But, yeah, the, yeah, is that you, you know, the, there's something that's not quite, it's not obvious in this album mm-hmm. uh, because it's... um. Yeah, I know because that's just what you're hearing. It sometimes it's hard to kind of pinpoint. 
Yeah, but, that's uh, but it's it. until yeah. you have like a, a comparison, you're like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know whether it was like the the, the mixing or like like it it is. It's so hard to put your finger on. Uh, but things didn't quite sound as fleshed out as they could have been. But this was something that I came across a lot in uh, a fair number of bands that I kind of got through uh, through CD Baby mm. because um, how professional the studio quality is. It, it varies so much with with uh, with indie artists like this, and this is like really indie. Like it, this is, this you know, it could actually it could have even been that it could have been the studio space. You know, like legitimately could have been the space and how the wall if the walls are you know really reflecting the sound or if they're absorbing the sound. You know, that's that's an an, an honest to goodness thing. Well, I mean, it just it's just a matter of how uh, also just how professional the mix is mm-hmm. because like le- legitimately this could have been like recorded in someone's like bedroom it could or, have, or yeah. like or like some some like the garage or something like just but you know you, you still you still obviously have to respect it because like well they 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 put together an album oh yeah <laughs> you know yeah, they, they they used what they had at, at their disposal and they and they put wrote 12 songs and 12 plus because there's a little bit of extra at the end <laughs> <laughs> and and all, honestly i feel like the songwriting does kind of you know it kind of carries it through and it, it must, like, honestly, because like, YouTube doesn't do it any justice, it must just sound awesome live. It must be, yes, it I must be so. so much fun live. I can yeah. see them being just a great, a great fun live act. Like, mm-hmm. just, even even just thinking of, like, them doing a live performance of Throw in Your Panties, I just could kind of see, like, them <laughs> having fun with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's go forward in time to, uh, what, 2004? It was the year 2000. It was the year 2004, no. Uh, to there was an EP that you picked up our five worst songs yeah and uh, I suspected they were going for irony they were definitely going for <laughs> irony because I dig this uh, I dig this EP so much I love this EP between the two of them between that album and this EP I mean I actually it's it's astounding to be honest the the how much stronger they became as performers and songwriters in those couple of years mm-hmm. but I, I really, really like this this EP quite a bit. Yeah, I think the concise nature of it, it being like only five songs, it, it you know, it makes the songs count for it. Like each one is, is presents something new and different. And actually like a, ni- a nice amount of variation, I'd say, between all five songs. They do Hardful, uh, hardful often again. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer this version. It just, just even though they're they're pretty similar, like there's not that many differences. But yeah, this one you can tell the production quality is a little stronger. It's got a little bit of an extended intro, and I feel like it that 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 extra little bit just just pushes the song a little over the edge to be to be a better a better version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one has uh, it has kind of a different vibe. It's not as not as funky. Uh, still very strong in the bass. Play a little. They play a little more uh, with synthesizers and. And you know, it, again, it kind of like goes through a lot of different moods. Tittle tattle, nice little, a great little intro. I really like it. Mm-hmm. But three o five a.m. might be the winner of the bunch for me. You know, legitimately, I'm always sad when it ends, and it always seems to just kind of like happen suddenly. It's just like, oh, ah, oh, ah, damn, it's over. Ah, oh, nuts. Yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, this is what I was kind of talking about in terms of production. I mean, it's so much. It's so much better here. And it really helps their sound. Like it legitimately really helps their sound. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's goofy. It's it's kind of kooky. It's got that that same sort of uh, fun energy that would again let me think that they'd be hilarious and awesome to see live. But um, 
but this was this was such a promising promising step forward in in their career and their uh, in their abilities. I concur. Yeah, Urban Paradise. There's like a, a little organ thing in the background, and you know what? I I, I just I had to listen to it again. It's driving me crazy because I recognize it from something, and it's it's just it's going. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, let's see if I can figure it out. One second. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where where what it rings a bell of. It, but I know what you mean. It's it it is kind of familiar sounding. But yeah, uh, I can I can definitely see like there's way more there's way more uh, genre bending in here to be honest. There's there, like the acid jazz label that that you got on is is absolutely correct. Uh, and also DJ Red Five, it sounds like he's got way more to do. Honestly, like he's he's got he's got way more mixing stuff going on. He's got uh, more more beat sampling. It sounds like it sounds like everybody's got like a little more to do in this in this EP. So, uh, so I mean, kudos for our five worst songs. This one is available on iTunes, so I really encourage everybody to go pick this one mm-hmm. up. It's it's great. Also, check out uh, CD Baby. See if if you're if you're still into physical media, mm. there might be some physical copies left. CD Baby sell vinyl? Just out of curiosity. It depends on what the uh, the artist has out. So, so they they do they can they can I bought a I bought a vinyl through CD Baby yeah. okay yeah it's it's kind of like Bandcamp it just depends on what the artist has going okay I, I don't know if they're just like hey CD or nothing well it was named back when CDs were still a very viable <laughs> source of physical media <laughs> <laughs> and then and then fantastic if if you're keeping track at home folks in 2005 they released Half Human. Yeah. Uh, now this this one is through Harmony Machine, which is the label that that's Nick Nick McFiendish co-founded with some guy who used to do music composition on uh, for LucasArts. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sorry. Let me just grab it, grab it, the fellow's name here. Can I just say that uh, I like the consistency between the cover art of this song and the next or this album and the previous one. I mean, the the cover art's different, but the, they they found a way of spelling zonk with musical instruments and and stuff. <laughs> that I, I I don't know what it is, but I just find that really endearing, and I and I I like that that's sort of how they've decided to work with their their name into things. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. So D. E. Levi- Levison, Ed McFiendish, uh, co-founded Harmony Machine. Cool. Well, D. E. Yeah. Levison may actually be one of the band members of Zonk. I bet you he's Dave L. Ah, oh. Dave L. and D. E. Levison, same person, or it's a coincidence. Well, I don't know because but, it said as but, members of the band Zonk. Okay, then I would say that it's probably not a coincidence. <laughs> but if you go through Harmony, I mean, I'll just briefly mention Harmony Machine. But they've like they've done a lot of music for Interactive Me and stuff. I mean, they've been they've been busy. They've been busy. That's. That's really cool. Cool, yeah. Yeah. And there's there's so many facets in the music industry. Uh, you can find success in ways other than just becoming a a real big band. But before we get into that, let's get into Half Human. What yeah. did you think of Half Human? I was very pleasantly surprised. So yeah, this is the one that I, I didn't know existed for probably far too long. But this one is such a noticeable leap in production quality. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is... Really, like on a production level, like easily, easily their best work. And the songs, they they definitely um, carry through. Like the the very high energy, uh, very fun, really cool sounding. Like just really cool. I mean, instantly with the uh, nervous, excited, delighted. Oh yeah. In uh, in uh, parentheses, dangerous. 
Um, like that's ooh, what a way to kick off an album. Radio Me is probably my favorite of the bundle. Uh, just there's a this really cool like synthesizer bit that's in the in the chorus where it's dan dan dan, and I don't know what it is about the way that those the the chords are incredible. The production, like the whatever synth noise they decide to go with, is just perfect. It just it's so good. It's so good, and I. It's only seven tracks long, so it's not like a long album. Uh, but it's, at the same time, it feels a little longer than an EP. I feel like it's in that sort of weird middle ground. Um, but uh, but even then, like it's still it's 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 short enough that every track counts. Like there's no there's no filler. There's nothing that I I would go like you should skip this. It's just um, it's I don't know. I I think if this is indeed the last Zonk album. It's finishing on a really, it's on a really high note, like really good, I say. Absolutely, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it honestly feels like everything came together for these guys for this for this album. Mm-hmm. Like this, this album is so good. Audio Caffeine is a great song. Soldier's First Song is is good as well. And you know what? Uh, oh, Dark and Light. There's also a live version of that on YouTube. Okay, uh, sounds great. It opens really well and it closes really well. Half Human, not only do they make references to replicants in the song itself, oh yeah, but this is the this is the little musical cue I was talking about before. They one of the songs, the Blade Runner soundtrack, is a very simple little piano piano piece, and they've incorporated that into the backing track of there. If it's not the exact same thing, it is so close. It might as well be. I heard it because I love the Blade Runner soundtrack. I I adore the Blade Runner soundtrack. So. So as soon as I started hearing that, my ears my ears perked up a little bit, and uh, and then you know listening to the lyrics, I was like, okay, this this isn't a coincidence here. Yeah, no, I, I totally I totally agree. I first heard "Nervous, Excited, Delighted, Dangerous" on on YouTube, and actually, you know, all of Zonk's uh, songs have been uploaded onto YouTube, but I can't access most of them because it says video not available in your country for for almost all of them. Ah, racist. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what? What gives? We Canadians deserve music too. You know who yeah. I find does that a lot uh, on interviews uh, on uh, Conan O'Brien, and he's like, "Oh, great!" He interviews Amelia Clark, and I, all I want to do is watch videos of Amelia Clark, <laughs> and then I and then I open it and and it's like, "Sorry, oh, yeah, you, you're sorry, not allowed to watch nope, this." Not Canadian, <laughs> like, yeah, oh. you're gonna have to eat it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, um, a, a, a lot of the sounds like it. It's even though like the production quality, it's it's more like more almost modern pop sounding. Mm. It still incorporates all of the the zonk staples. There's still like a lot of like <laughs> like mixing and like really heavy bass and stuff like that. And they they work a little bit of hip hop into the mix. Like it's still it's still in a lot of ways it still kind of defies genre. And I think that's sort of like the core of the band is that they, they do something that, that will kind of take you by surprise and will kind of make you scratch your head. But at the same time, the, the music is undeniable. Like it's still, still so engaging and exciting and, and, and accessible. According to all music. So there was one more single that they released in 2006. You ought to know. Now, according to all music, that one's available on Spotify. Uh, And according to the harmony machine, Side as well. They did a You Oughta Know. You, you, you oughta know. It might not be, actually. And we discovered that Spotify is as close as to a one-stop shop, I guess, that you're going to guess. 
Yeah, uh, you just have to make sure when you're looking them up that you add periods after every letter in Zonk. I guess it's a good way of differentiating them from other Zonks. Sure. Um, but yeah, so all capitals, Z period, O period, N period, K period. You won't, and you'll find the Zonk you're looking for. You won't get that that first LP. You won't, you won't get it. No, but, uh, but, but everything else. Practically everything else, yeah. So, yeah. so it's a cover from, off of Alanis Morissette's song, allegedly about Dave Coulier, off of Jagged Little Pill. And it's she has the vocal dynamics to hit to hit the song, mm-hmm. like she's able to express it. Definitely still an alt rock feel to the uh, to the song. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little darker than most of their stuff, uh, which I, you know matches the lyrics. So you can't really fault them for that. And yeah, they do they take some liberties with the melodies. Mm. So that's it's it's a fresh take. It's not uh, it's not like an obvious cover. So that's kind of cool. Although, and I would have to look it up even further, apparently the original, like Alanis Morissette, when she originally wrote the song, it was supposed to be slower, but she, she wound up picking up the tempo for the for the final mix. Um, okay. So, theoretically, it actually could be similar to the, ori- the original, 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 maybe. I don't know. That's speculation, though. I'd have to look it up more. That would be like A's for Alanis Morissette. Hmm. That would be an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah, and and then that was that was basically that was basically it really for Zonk, but only kind of. Uh, and again, like I joined the, the I joined their Facebook page and Harmony Machine, and they've been busy. They have been writing music and producing music and contributing music to different projects. Uh, and again, go through Harmony Machine's Facebook page and, and look at their portfolio. They've been busy. They've been they've been just I guess really just getting into production and distribution. And, well, and songwriting, yeah, no, basically. They're all there. They're they're working in the music industry, probably finding, I mean, I might argue, more success this way. Because, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a demand for what it is that they're doing. But it is kind of sad that, like, Zonk, as, as Zonk was, isn't really Zonking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't, isn't really Zonking. Yeah. They have, and I'm curious, I'm curious to look this up. They do have some albums listed on that page that are attributed to Harmony Machine. Okay, so I'm curious if that's like Zonk Mark II, or if it's or if it's just a completely different project. Yeah, I guess we'll have to we'll have to do even more investigating. <laughs> it's worth looking into. I um, guess. Yeah, yeah. But still, like uh, what Zonk had those uh, four albums apparently, uh, at least the three that I've listened to. <laughs> well, that's um, why it's three LPs though. Yeah, three LPs, one EP, one single. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> half human, I don't know where it sits, but <laughs> exactly is. Uh, but we'll call it an LP, I guess. No, half human is an LP. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's, a, well, it's only seven seven songs, so I feel like it's. Again, I said I, I say it's kind of in that middle ground. Um, but uh, it's a nice collection of music, and it's you know as a as a sort of like complete discography, uh, it doesn't leave you wanting. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend checking it out. And then if you love it, then maybe like uh, like what we're gonna do, we're gonna. Look into what they've been doing since. Yeah, and I would encourage hit them up on Spotify. Uh, I looking at all their songs, they're all less than a thousand, and which means that that White Town and we felt bad for White Town, who you know was re- he's he's clocked significantly more, and uh, and we had expressed on the White Town episode that it was it was too bad that people hadn't really listened to his output and really investigated him. Well, I'm saying right now, folks, that you've done enough White Town. Put down your White Town. Pick <laughs> yeah. up some Zonk. Hey, we've listened to months of White Town. We yeah. Just, we, 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 take it easy. Yeah, enough White Town. <laughs> 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 we go, as we're just going by the assumption that they, they just 
they heard like White Town and just didn't stop. <laughs> That's one hundred percent. Yeah, no, give uh, give Zonk a spin. Uh, I mean, if it's on Spotify, like you're. That's uh, that's pretty much as easy as, as it's gonna get to listen to their stuff. So, Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into track recommendations. Oh yeah, yeah, good idea. Why don't you start? Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> Off of tongue and cheeks. <laughs> what, what an album title! I mean, it's one thing to read it; it's another thing just to say it. You know? Yeah, yeah. that's very very tongue and cheeks of you. It's like, oh my. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Con Man. This one definitely has that very ska vibe. It almost reminds me of, uh, actually, a lot of the, this album reminds me of uh, No Doubt's debut album. Mm. In that sort of rawness and that energy. And Con Man is sort of like, a, exactly, exactly like that. And, uh, and it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, something about her vocal delivery is just very unique. And it's, it's, it's got kind of this jumpy sort of uh you know again like this would be great great live i could just see people wanting to jump up and down to this song and uh i think for that very the very early years of um of zonk and sort of the mood of that album and the sound this is like a prime example of that so it's a great place to start if you're interested next i'm going to go off of our five worst songs 305 a.m this one is very, probably the moodiest song of the bunch. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, it, it reminds me of something. They're definitely like that Portishead vibe, for sure. Maybe a little bit of, you know, Massive Attack. This one's very kind of like trip-hoppy acid jazz. Um, and there's like a harmonica in there. And it's just, it, I love the way it's mixed. I love the way it sounds. Um, I love the, the mood of it. It's just this, uh, this you know, it, it actually is very appropriately named because it feels like a good song for the sort of the sort of headspace that you're in at like three in the morning, <laughs> where it's just it's a little bit dazed, it's a little confused, it's it's not happy, but uh, but it's awake, <laughs> and uh, and but there's some but there's some sort of a there's a bit of a creative energy to it as well, like. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely recommend 3.05 AM. It's a different side of Zonk from the um, from the previous song, but that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give you a nice little little bit of variety. Radio Me off of Half Human is I, I maybe my favorite song by them. Um, I mean, it, it's still pretty fresh for me, so it's hard to say. But, um, but I, I mean, I already said earlier, but I just love the chord choices. The synth sounds, there's an energy and vibe to it. It just sounds so cool. Like it, it is, it is a prime example of this, of that well-polished sound of that album. And I think that it's, it's gonna be, it's one of their, one of their best tracks. And you should definitely listen to it. Um, give it a spin. What about you, Steven? <laughs> okay, off of Ton and Cheeks, I'm gonna go with the Bill Withers montage. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I like it because it's it really showcases like the like the album starts very aggressively mm -hmm. and um, and it really gets it moving. But then we take a step back and track number three to the Bill Withers montage, and this is a chance for you to kind of listen to what every member of the band brings and yeah. listen to 
um, listen to the guitar work, listen to the drumming, you know, uh, like just just get a chance to listen and and just take a, a quick a, a quick step out to really appreciate them for you know uh, the type of music that they make. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's a contemplative one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. This was a hard one off of our our five worst songs because I really really dig this album and Doug took three oh five a.m. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's let's do the grind. Yeah, it's it's got kind of a kind of a strange sort of a strange sort of sound to it at times. But what what it really has going for what it really has going for it is that it's just got a fantastic energy to it and uh, a, almost a frantic nature to 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 the music like like there's a bit of a, a bit of a rush going on like like you we're, we're gonna get through the song and it's the type of song that you could um, I want to say I'm not gonna say dance to but you could drive to this song right mm, and yeah, you can feel yeah. like yeah like this is a soundtrack song this is a this is a great song and it's, it's perfectly placed right smack dab in the middle of the uh, of the EP which is why it's like a shame that the EP is as short as it is I mean yeah. it's a five track EP which is Steve, absolutely fair Steve would much I, prefer that, to hear your ten worst songs I, 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 there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah. there you go I, every time I played it I would I would always be taken by surprise when it ended and the grind helps with that because the grind is like we're still going guys we're still going we're not losing any steam right, right dab in the middle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and off of Half Human I will actually go with the title track, track number seven, Half Human. Not not just because it's, it's got that, that Blade Runner uh, sample in it, but the way they've incorporated the sample, it, it could have been really, really easy to make it like a very simple minimalist song, but they didn't. They, they incorporated it into a very complex song, and, uh, and they, they put it in the background. Um, it, it's not, they're not there to say, hey, look, it's a Blade Runner song. Uh, it's just, it's just an element, and the Zonk song comes first. It's, it's a Zonk f- song, first and foremost, that just happens to have elements, uh, from other spots. And, and, and winds up being actually a really good song, too. And it, it does kind of, it's, it's an interesting sort of thematic thing, too, because with a lot of Zonk songs, you get, like, a sexual energy, you get a lot of fun, you get, yeah, it's like, hey, this is this is what it's like to be, you know, live, drink, be, be married tomorrow when we die. Uh, and actually, there's a lot of that in this album too. Again, like audio, audio caffeine, nervous, excited, delighted, dangerous. Uh, but then we get the the last couple tracks, dark and light and half human, and it's like, it kind of puts an interesting spin, at least in my mind, not only for the album but for all the songs they put out. Why are all the songs so like party time and stuff like that? Is it because you know it's you know they're, they're struggling with with feelings about like feeling not quite like not like they're fitting they're not fitting in uh, you know that that's they're trying to live the human experience because sometimes they don't feel like they're they're real human i mean i don't know right that, that's speculation but it's it's between those two closing tracks and the fact it's basically like the the last few tracks that they put out period i i just find it supremely interesting Cool. cool stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Ignore my rambling if you don't like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, we, uh, Doug, uh, you said, hey, because I, I, we were talking about a special that we've been uh, having on the plans. Uh, you know, we always do special episodes be- between our alphabet runs, and we had an idea that that I think is a great idea for this next one coming up. But you said, well, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. What about numbers? This was, this was something we originally talked about way back in the day. 
about maybe including like just just one episode devoted to a band that starts with a number. Yeah, because I figure like that just essentially we're just excluding bands. You know, we want to be an equal opportunity podcast. <laughs> if uh, but some bands they just. They start with a number, not a letter. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know what we. Although if you spell out the number, then you got. It. Yeah, but then that's lame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, but the thing is, well, some some bands they spell it out, but I feel like if they spell it out, if they use numbers, then we should we should respect their decision. This opens up a lot of bands. This opens yeah, up a lot of bands yeah. to us. I don't know if, uh, what you would like to to listen to do. The only one I've got on my iPod is the 1975. Oh yeah, but I haven't really investigated them. Did you have Did you have one in mind? I could do 1975. I only know the one song that I have. Yeah, here. that's it was a 19 single the week I believe. Oh yeah, which one was it? Uh, yeah. Chocolate. Oh, well, I, I man, I, it wasn't because I I just bought it. So maybe I'm really yeah, hmm. maybe what I but it, maybe I missed it. Interesting. They are on the verge of releasing a new album next year. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many good. albums? Two. Okay. So we're gonna do that? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do the nineteen seventy five. Well, you dear listener, what do you think of Zonk? What do you think of YI? What do you think of the nineteen seventy five? There's a few ways of getting a hold of us. The first is our website, musicazpodcast.com. You can check out our show notes. You can sort through episodes based on genre if you're like, I only listen to alt rock. Yeah. Or hey, what are these have these guys done anything before nineteen ninety? Or anything like that. It's like go go scope it out. Go scope out our websites. You can also check out our Facebook page, Music A to Z Podcast. There you can join the conversation. You can see the, some of the funny things that we post, uh, some of the videos. Uh, you know, sometimes we ask people's opinions. Don't really get them often, but they're down there. So it's the uh, it's the one with the baby in purple and purple and green. You can't miss us. There's also our Twitter account at Music A Z Podcast. You can check out some of the bands that we're following, and uh, anytime that we go to a concert or something fun, there's some tweeting there, and you can check all that fun stuff out. And scope us out on iTunes, Music A to Z Podcast. Please rate and review us. We're in the podcast section. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the more we're plugged into an algorithm, and this podcast can be sent to other like-minded people who might be interested in this show. Indeed. Check out DougJCFerguson.com for anything related to me. Um, except for the things I haven't put on there yet. <laughs> and uh, check out my new YouTube channel, Moving Underscore Pictures, pictures with a K instead of a C, where I review shows and movies and, and you know, just a lot. there's a lot of geeky stuff. It's, it's, it's good times, guys. So be sure to check it out. I think a good starting point is the show Ali Hasn't, where we initiate my girlfriend on, on things that are very, very culturally normal to have seen or played, but she has not. Like, let's say, the, the, the first episode is The Lion King, and uh, and so you get to see her initiation to The Lion King. There you go. Her initiation. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, welcome to the club. You are now a member of the human race. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anything else, Captain? No. Cool. All right, well, I'm going to close this out by saying Music A to Z podcast is hosted by Stephen and Doug Ferguson and is produced by me, Stephen Ferguson. You should check out our other works at DougJCFerguson.com and StephenGCFerguson.ca. Music